This is Library Nerds with Words, the podcast that gives you the word on all the cool, nerdy happenings at Peter White Public Library and the library universe beyond. From books and concerts to search engines and story times, the library nerds are in and ready to show you that being a nerd can be cool. Get ready, get set, get nerdy. Welcome back to Library Nerds with Words, the podcast where you get the word on all the cool things happening at Peter White Public Library and the library universe beyond from the people who know it best, library nerds. I'm Marty Ackett's Adult Programming Coordinator for Peter White Public Library. And rejoining me today for her second nerdly visit is Stephanie Garn from the Reference Desk. Welcome back to the podcast, Steph. I'm excited to be back, Marty. Thanks for having me. Yep, you know, I'm always excited to have you back here. And now that you know how much fun it is to be on Library Nerds with Words and in the clubhouse, I'm sure you are going to be one of my regular guests on the podcast. In fact, we just booked you for the end of September. So (laughs) there we go. Um, We are sliding into July. Things are heating up in the UP. We just celebrated Independence Day, and the reference desk is as busy as ever, helping people find answers to their burning questions. Sun or rain or God forbid snow, you and everyone who works at the reference desk are there to do things like sign you up for passports, research genealogy, and find old high school yearbooks to check out the 1980s fashion in them, which is frightening. So, <laughs> now, I know you have a topic that has set up camp in your head. Yes, that is a hint about Steph's word for today. But before we get into that, we have to play another game of Word on the Nerd. You know how this goes. I'm going to ask you three library nerd questions, and you have to answer them for the listeners. So, Steph, are you ready to play? Word on the Nerd. Steph, this is going to be a little game of Would You Rather. I'm going to ask you three Would You Rather questions, and you have to truthfully answer them. So, here is your first question. Would you rather hear a coyote crying next to your tent when you're camping, or a bear sniffing next to your tent? So, I think I would be terrified either way, and the bear sniffing by the tent seems a little bit more terrifying, but I think bears are generally just curious, Okay. and if there's, like, food or something, they might just, you can throw it out at them, or just don't leave food in your tent. Oh, so you're going with the... I think it's just sniffing around exploring. So you're going with the bear. You'd rather I have a have a bear. So from what little I know about bears and coyotes. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's I mean, honestly when you're in the woods like that, usually most animals that you encounter are more frightened of you yes. than you are of them. Um but there I I think I could handle a bear sniffing more. Because a coyote howling sort of strikes me as a little, I don't know, aggressive. Is it there to hunt? Is it there? Is there something wrong with it? What if it's like aggressive? And well, plus, not only that, but don't coyotes usually travel in packs as well? Normally. Yeah. So if there's one coyote howling, there's he's calling other coyotes yeah. to come. 
found the video for the night. <laughs> so, all right. So we're going with the bear here. Okay. Yes, Steph and I are in agreement on that one. All right. Um, second question. Would you rather live a week of your life backpacking in the mountains or bumming around on a beach? Mountains. Mountains? Really? I saw mountains for the first time in 2018. Mm -hmm. I was so blown away. I just saw them from the airplane for the first time. Okay. was it was just amazing and plus I sunburned so I can't be at the beach more than like an hour. Oh, okay. So you you'd have to have like five gallons of sun. Yeah, it would it, the heat and the sun. It would be I would be miserable. Okay. But hiking around, looking at trees, being in the mountains. Yeah. See, I'm gonna differ with you on this one. I'd probably <laughs> go with the beach. I just pack in the uh, the sunblock because, yeah, you know, because I, at the beach, you stand less of a chance of running into packs of coyotes and or bears. bears sniffing around. So. Yeah, but it would uh, just <laughs> the scenery of the trees. Well, it's beautiful. And the just being in nature. Well, and plus, if you're by a, a lake or an ocean, there's a real good chance you're going to run into, like, rain and stuff, too. That's going to be miserable. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I'm still sticking with the all beach. Right, I'm yeah. a beach person. You're a mountain person. So, yeah. all right. All right. Here's your final and possibly hardest question. Would you rather drink hot chocolate around a campfire or beer or wine around a campfire? Beer or wine. Beer or wine. Wow. That was fast. I'm not a hot chocolate person. Oh my goodness. Okay. So it's beer. Or what if you put something in the hot chocolate, like a little, a little rum. snaps or <laughs> rum or, you a know, hazelnut liqueur. A hazelnut liqueur. Yeah. Put your hand I'm just, maybe I'm just not really like a sweets kind of person okay. in general. All right. So I have to be in a, the right kind of mood plus, for hot chocolate. Um, plus if you're camping, you know, there's something yeah. about having a beer or a glass of wine or something. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, I actually, I'm not arguing with you because I'd probably go with the beer or wine <laughs> anyway. So anyway. All right. Well, we have come to the end of this game of Word on the Nerd, this time with Stephanie Garn from the Reference Desk at Peterway Public Library. If you haven't already guessed, all of those questions sort of hint as to the subject Stephanie wants to talk about today. So, Steph, why don't you share with us? The Steph, what topic have you been wanting s'more? Camping. Camping. Oh, boy. That was such a difficult guess, wasn't it? Um, My first thing is I don't do s'mores. So oh, you don't? No, I'm over that. No, because it goes into the sweet. The sweetness. Oh, I suppose. Give me a bag of chips. What if you put peanut butter in it? Would I that be like better? Those. Yeah, like a peanut butter cup as opposed yeah. to, you know. I would just eat the peanut butter. Oh, just the peanut butter. Yeah. Okay. All right. But chips. All well, and they're easier to transport yeah. in well as well anyway. Okay. All right. Yeah, camping. I just, uh, me and my boyfriend go camping and I just, there's this like um, camping controversy that if you camp in a tent or if you camp in an RV or if you camp in this huge trailer, it's like everyone is always like, well, that's not camping, but it's like you, I Everything is camping. You're okay. you're not at home. You're going camping. So you're not discriminating whether people are in a tent, no, a big RV, or a little 
pet tent camp or anything under the stars under the on stars. a mat no because it's all camping. we we tent camp okay. i do want to get a little trailer one day mm-hmm. but some, some campers are very snobby about stuff like that i think i yes <laughs> but some people wouldn't see my kind of camping as camping they're like no like we hike and then we camp at this site and then we hike mm-hmm. and then um, I mean, we've seen huge RVs that are the size of a bus with like a pop-out deck. Yeah. And they bring their smokers and they've got like... they got everything. kids and... I think they get adults. Wi-Fi and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they're it's in, it's crazy. They might be inside on Wi-Fi. They just have these amenities that um, you would have at home, but while you're camping. But you're also still not at home. You also have still made the effort to go camping, mm-hmm. to do something besides just be at home right yeah on this adventure mm-hmm. yeah and i mean and i mean there is a, this whole thing of do you go to a campground or do you go out on your own and find a place right. to, to stay um i will say that in my experience with camping i have to be it has to be a camper oh, i i've n- i've never done tent camping at all so. i want more and more a little <laughs> 16 footer nothing too big but yeah. we're we're Trying to do all of the UP state parks. Okay. And we've got four left. Okay, now which ones do you have left? So we have <laughs> Brimley State Park. Okay. Fort Wilkins, okay. Um, Lake Gogibic, and then the Straits. All right. So kind of like we're at the fork. You are the almost at the four corners. corners. Yeah, yeah. I've stayed at Fort Wilkins. It's really cool to stay there because, I mean, you can go up and into the fort yeah. and do stuff like that. And, um, really beautiful lake to swim in and just all kinds of really cool stuff to see around there. So Fort Wilkins is, is a great time. So yeah, I've camped at a few of those different places. I really like, um, uh, Barriga state park. I thought that was, really Oh, beautiful. I didn't like Barriga right. because it's right by the highway. Mm, no, I suppose there's a lot of RVs that go, which is fine. Yeah. 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 Um, but a lot of people go there to go to the casino. Oh, that's and true. Just, Mm-hmm. We're really particular too with our sites. We like want like privacy, so we need like buffer in between our sites. Right. So, okay. And those sites are really sort of on. Yeah. So I'll like look at the pictures. I'll look at Google Maps, satellite view to see if I can. But you had to stay there to oh, put it off did. your bucket we list. There. there, we had um, went to Twin Lakes and then did Baraga. Mm-hmm. It rained at Baraga and it was just like eh, okay whatever and plus don't you have to go like across the highway to go swimming or something there too there or is there a place where you can don't have to cross I don't know because that because Lake Superior is across the highway from the yeah, I think that highway goes dry I don't know oh. if there's a beach right there yeah I'm not sure from, from what I remember from my childhood when we went up there <laughs> we would we would like walk across the highway to go swimming but okay. I I may I might have that people who are listening from Baraga Oh, <laughs> all us. We're not disparaging your campground whatsoever. So I recommend we just went to the Porcupine Mountains, oh. but we stayed at the the Presque Isle unit, and it's the mm. rustic side. It's on the very far left. Okay. Um, and that is a beautiful campground. There's more mm-hmm. trees. The spaces are bigger. Um, the you're closer to the Presque Isle River up there, and three waterfalls, and the mm-hmm. hiking there is really nice. Um, and we did a day trip to the main campground and the, the sites there were 
flooded. No, they weren't. Oh my God. The main sites, a lot were flooded. It was really packed Mm. and it just was not. We were like, we are so glad we're at the other campsite. (laughs) Oh, you know, and that that's true. If you go rustic, there's less people around usually. Yes. So now I have to ask you, have you been to Isle Royal? Have you stayed there yet? No, we're not. I'm not. You're not going to go there? Why? That's a, that's a, isn't that a national park? I think that is a national yeah. park. That was never on our list. Also, you do, that is kind it's of expensive. like a hike. Yeah. Don't you hike? Yeah, there a lot. You do. You go. I mean, the most people that stay there like uh, hike all over the island. Plus, you either have to take like a four or five hour ferry ride there, uh, or they have seaplanes that fly you in. So yeah. it's more expensive to go to something like that. Like to like set up and have. That's it. Okay. Like, all right. So something more simple. Than, yeah. And plus, I think that you have to like put your name in and they have to choose you to be able to, I mean, oh. it's like, it's not like you can just roll up and say, Hey, I'm going to stay on oil Royal. Right. You actually have to like plan this almost a year in advance because um, they have to give you permits and stuff. I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't have the gear either to do yeah. all that. Like, I, I have a friend that goes there every year and she, she loves it. The, the pictures are beautiful, but I mean, it's, it's very rustic. I mean, just, uh, you, you you are on your own. You better bring everything that you need. You bear know, spray. But yeah, oh, everything. Like <laughs> I don't know how if there's bears oh, on the I island. Mean, there's moose. Isn't there? Aren't there wolves there? There are wolves there. There are moose there for sure. But I'm not sure about bears. Um. So, mm-hmm. but I know that there's a moose population, and I definitely, although the I think the wolf population sort of been dwindling for some okay. reason. But that um. Sounds- like all right well do you brought a book here or something yeah, to... that's for the for the okay the yeah. next part okay so what else you want to talk about with camping um we cook a lot so we're like super bougie cooking okay. over the fire mm-hmm. so we've done some really fancy things like we did a french onion soup and bread bowls over a fire yeah really? my boyfriend does a lot of the cooking oh but gosh that sounds it. delicious um we've done oh we did a homemade ramen once and i made six minute eggs so they were nice and gooey yeah yeah see people don't understand if they've never had homemade ramen and are just used to the like you know the regular ramen that people that kids eat all the time i mean homemade ramen is so so different yeah we add all the veggies yeah so good yeah homemade breakfast pizza that sounds really good five-layer breakfast see you guys know how to camp we, yeah, we, <laughs> i'm used to like here's pop tarts no, and... <laughs> we, well we've been fine-tuning our process and our meals and the last year or two we've kind of made our meals a little bit less complicated mm-hmm. we don't like all those moving parts yeah we still try to do a really fun one but um uh do pasties you just foil wrap them and you can mm. put pasties in the fire that's wow. pretty good easy different than hamburgers mm-hmm. or hot dogs yeah absolutely holy god now do you bring i see this is i i don't do fancy i've never did fancy <laughs> stuff but i have those sandwich makers do you make those no, bring those sandwich that makers would be an extra thing for to me. carry yeah. that's i suppose we would probably just like toast the bread we have a tripod grill oh okay these are really nice mm-hmm. um, we would probably just toast the bread if we needed to with that yeah yeah i see and i like i said i come from a family of we had owned a trailer so that's we had cool. everything in there and with those sandwich makers i remember were like a staple my mom would just hand us bread 
bed and stuff to put in it. I feel like it's really good if you're younger. Yeah. Kids, you want to get the kids involved. But I could get into some French onion soup. Yeah. That would be so good. So good. So if you had to pick one place, like a dream place where you'd want to go camping, where would that be? Like in the world? Or yeah, well, the world? in the United, let's let's like, say in the United know. States or, or any place that you really think, I'd really like to go there. I don't know. I've only really had the UP State Parks on my mind okay. because that's just like what we're trying to do mm-hmm. and it's close enough in distance. I guess I could go back to find a place in the mountains. Well, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to plant a seed with you because I stayed in this uh, place. Okay. Um, Volcano National Park in Hawaii. Okay. It's gorgeous. Um, you're sort of in the mountains yeah. and um, they they have like rustic camp uh, camps uh, camps that you can like rent there. Okay. Um, but you can do really cool things. A friend of mine who was like our tour guide when we were out there, like it got right near dusk and he had, he said, we're going for a hike. And so we went for this, like, it seemed like to take forever. I mean, this hike, I was like getting dark. Then I'm seeing signs like, you know, um, dangerous gases and stuff like that. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? He had us hike out to like this cliff that was above the Pacific and across the way, probably about, I would say about half a mile, maybe a little more than that. We saw lava flowing off Ooh. the side of the mountain into the ocean. Ooh. And so it was like this orange river and yeah. the, it hitting the ocean. So Volcano National okay. Park. That's a, that's put that on your bucket list. Never afford to get to Hawaii. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that the most expensive part would be the airfare. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I mean, and then, of course, campsite rental and stuff like that. But... Um, if you're just going camping in that, you know, yeah. to just to get up there in that, you'd probably have to rent a car. But aside from that, True. it would be not as expensive as like staying in Honolulu and going to Waikiki Beach. <laughs> so, yeah. You can't go to a beach too often anyway. Right, so exactly. You hate the beaches. So Volcano National Park. It's so good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you should put that on your bucket list because it's it's gorgeous. Whether you're doing it rustically or you know renting a cabin or yeah. something like that, it's so good. So all right, so all right. Well, there you have it, fellow library nerds. You've just heard the word, the camping word, from Stephanie Garn from the reference desk at Peter White Public Library. Last week we said that she was going to talk about true crime. We're saving that for September. So before I let you get out of the guest nerd chair, though, Steph, you have to do one more thing. You have to share what book has been keeping you awake at night, a book that you think everyone should run out and pick up off the shelf. Steph, what have you been reading? So to tie in with camping, we have a book at the library called The Last Porcupine Mountains Companion. And it's written by two two gentlemen that were rangers at the Porcupine Mountains for like 33 years. And it's like this huge, basically guidebook, but it has like the history of it. It has the geology of it. And then the trail section is really handy because it has all the trails, the length, um, what you might see there. You might see more old growth forest. You might see um, the views. And then they have the waterfalls section too with with the same thing. And you can get 
other books on the Porkies with the waterfalls and trails, but mm-hmm. this one I felt was just more comprehensive oh. and described in a way that I mean the, the authors really they know their stuff. Yeah, yeah. And there's some really beautiful pictures in it too. Yeah, the pictures are great. They and then they've got the Native American history, all the wildlife you might see, um, flower Holy guide, cow. tree guide. Uh, it's just a really cool book. It has all the cabins and shelters and the campgrounds in the park. So it's just a really, really cool guide. If you're, even if you're not interested in camping. Yeah, that would be something that I wouldn't mind just looking Oops. through. Yeah, yeah, you could flip through it. You could just do certain sections. Wow. It's great. It's it's really awesome. It's the best, it's the best like guidebook I've ever, I've ever read through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, you said that that was one of your favorite places that you stayed at, right? The it Porky was really Pines. fun. Yeah, that yeah. was our most recent one. So right. It's in like Fresh in the Memory. Fresh in the Memory, yeah. So the book is called The Last Porcupine Mountains Companion, and it's by two gentlemen named Michael Rafferty and Robert Sprague. Yeah. Sprague. And this is a special library edition. Mm-hmm. I want to buy this, but I don't, I can't. There's, I don't know where I can get it. No. I don't know how to contact the author, so... Authors, are if you're listening, <laughs> I like to purchase my own copy. I have, yeah. But they do have other editions that might not be as comprehensive, but are probably just still filled with a lot of good yeah. information. Yeah, this is a really good sized book. This is a textbook size. It's, it's, it's like ever textbook. Exactly, it looks like a textbook that you would get in a class, but it's just absolutely gorgeous. So, all right. Well, um, there you have it. That is Steph's recommendation of a book that you should pick up off the shelf. And we have come to the end of this week's episode of Library Nerds with Words. I want to thank Stephanie Garn from the Reference Desk at Peter Way Public Library for coming back to talk a little outdoor relaxation today. Um, Come back next week when I will sit down again for a little movie roundtable discussion of horror films with Ben from Circulation and Amanda from The Teen Zone. Until that time, everyone, stay nerdy. Thank you for listening to Library Nerds with Words, Peter White Public Library's weekly podcast, giving you the word on what's cool at the library. The theme for the podcast is Happy Clappy by John Bartman, used courtesy of Pixabay. This episode was written and produced by Martin Ackett's and sponsored by Peter White Public Library. Until next week, pick up a good book, listen to some good music, Watch a good movie, attend a great event, and remember, library nerds are the coolest people around.